like, where the fuck is this? <laughs> and gals and welcome to another episode of XOXO Riverdale. I'm Louie Perlman. I'm Kate Batter. And we have a wonderful guest with us today at the home base financial district studio that I'm recording out of. Jess Goldschmidt. Give her a big round of applause, listeners at home. We'll wait. Yeah. Okay, good. Great. Silence. Thank you. Silence over the air. Jess, thanks for joining us. I'm really thrilled to be here, guys. Really, a joy. <laughs> Seriously. So, so a little later on in the show, I want to talk to Jess about how she got into Riverdale because mm-hmm. it's very interesting, and we'll talk a little bit more about all that. But in the, you know, it, it's the opening of our show. So, Kate, what's going on in the world of Riverdale? Social media <laughs> news. Uh, I know you have some big news about one of our actors you probably want to discuss for at least 45 minutes. So let's get into it. Okay. Yeah. So first is um, Lily has started filming her movie Hustlers. Oh, cool. (gasps) Lizzo Uh, was just added, right? Lizzo is also in that movie now. Lizzo got added? Yeah. Yeah. That movie's going to be insane. (laughs) Wait. So I want to see if I can find a full list. So, okay. So Lizzo... Julia Stiles, Halo, <laughs> Cardi B, Kiki Palmer, Constant Wu, and Lily Reinhardt. Uh, wow, I, I didn't know most of those, but that's amazing. How big is Lily Reinhardt's role? Do we know? How'd she get it? No, how big is her role? Oh, I don't know. I hope it's big. I hope they're treating her like the star that she deserves to be because she really is one of the best things about Riverdale. It's like Ocean Seven. But wait, like, is it a? Is it is it, is it But then that makes me think of Magic Mike because Magic Mike was also Soderbergh. Yeah, but Soderbergh wasn't Ocean Seven. Now they, it's just like Ocean Eleven was. He produced it though. Yeah, he produced yeah, it. He did Eleven through Thirteen. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. But is this in the Ocean's world or is it with the Heights so. movie? I don't think Soderbergh has anything to do with it. How um, dare Soderbergh should be have the monopoly on. <laughs> Female heist movies. I don't agree with that. Well, I don't know that this is a heist movie. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. It's just a movie with a bunch of cool ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, Robin Hood got added too. Oh my god. I want the IMDb for this so I can see who's like producing and writing. Um, but the point being, Soderbergh also did Magic Mike. So like, yeah. Uh, There's a stripper component to Hustlers. Oh, yeah. this is a movie yeah, with yeah, strippers. Yeah. It's, a, okay. it's, a, it's an adult entertainment centric film. But it, oh, cool! So is Lily Reinhardt going to put on a black wig and do a I pole really dance hope. to Mad World? No, I assume that like her snake <laughs> dance was actually her audition. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she just like sent it's it in by Gary Sanchez Productions. So it's going to be funny, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it could, be, it could just be Will Ferrell and Adam McKay separately, but I'm assuming it's Gary Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But Adam McKay does serious movies now. That's his whole thing. He got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, he's been nominated <laughs> for a few now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Will Ferrell's what I'm... Oh, yes, fair. That's <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Anyway, no Soderbergh. Okay. Thanks for confirmation. Well, I hope that she's... I'm sure she's going to be good at it. She's a great actress, so... Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, Camilla went to Coachella because, like, of course... Yeah, but I think less of the cast went to Coachella this year. I think it was just her and, like, Charles for, like, a day. And didn't Camilla run into someone from the Sabrina cast? I think At so. Coachella? Yes. Yeah. Very important. Um, also, apparently, uh, like, instances of, like, chlamydia were on the rise in that area because of Coachella. That's so funny. So I'm just glad that more of the cast of Riverdale wasn't there. Because I just want them to be looking after themselves. Well, you can have sex with someone with chlamydia. Oh, sure. But, you know, it's just, it's a better, it's better to avoid getting chlamydia. This yeah. isn't me trying to stigmatize chlamydia. <laughs> Sorry if it came off that way. So I'm trying to decide which thing you think I want to talk about more. But I think I know which one. <laughs> so I'm going to mention that Rob Rocco is on Tim Robinson's new sketch show on Netflix. That actually wasn't, but I've heard that sketch show okay, is super dope. I know what the thing is. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so good. He's in like a teen drama called River Mountain High. Yes. But it also has like absolutely nothing to do with him. Like he and this girl are just like present for like a weird Tim Robinson character. So can you just sort of explain what the show is for our listeners? So Tim Robinson was a writer for SNL who got put on SNL and then was bumped back to writer mm -hmm. and then wrote one of the best comedies of all times called Detroiters. Yeah, which is really good. Was canceled too soon. And then now he has this sketch show and like, it's just loaded with famous people. It's like every episode is famous people, um, including Rob, who I would honestly, in comparison to the rest of us, not consider famous. <laughs> well he's famous for us and the fans of the show yeah he's famous for this podcast but not like in general like there's obviously like a lot of sam richardson um mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in it um produced by the lonely island guys it's just it's called um i think you should leave mm -hmm. and it's just so good it's like five episodes you just like blast through it yeah yeah, uh, and because we're big sketch comedy geeks on XOXO Riverdale, it's great to have that crossover. Yeah. It was I kind of feel like most of the cast of Riverdale would be pretty good at sketch comedy. I don't think Cole uh, would be good at sketch comedy. No, no Cole. Cole would be horrible. Yeah, no Cole. I think KJ would be very good oh, yeah. as a sketch comedian. Yeah. I think KJ would like really commit like Chris Hemsworth, but like not actually be that good. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris Hemsworth is very good. He's very but funny. But, like, not at sketch comedy. Like, he, like, kills it in movies, but, like, when you put him on SNL, like, he's not... That's true. He's kind of wooden, it's true. Yeah, he had a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ghostbusters, he's, like, the funniest part. Yeah, he's oh. amazing at Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about... Okay, so let's go through... Um, uh, you know who I think would be really good at sketch comedy? Who? Lachlan Monroe. Yes. <laughs> I actually do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be really good. 
<laughs> he I, he plays a more comedic role in Freddy versus Jason. So I've never seen him in I never saw film. Freddy versus. Freddy vs. Jason is really worth a watch. Okay. It's a great okay. film, and he plays like a doofy, like uh, like sheriff in it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Doofy. Yeah. Well, you know, now that he they have him playing non doofy on Riverdale, it's really not. I good still for think him. he has to play doofy. Like this was just like a, a real like luck of the draw because he opened like. <laughs> started doofy well like i'm sorry like them being like we're this is what we're gonna do with your character and it's you lachlan like that's just like yeah. poor lachlan i think he's a little over his head in these scenes <laughs> i think <laughs> the kid who played chick would be good yes he would be great agreed oh <laughs> and um, i i think uh i think lily and camilla would be pretty good too they'd be great i think and camilla Camilla would be better than Lily. Yes, agreed. And I think Madeline Patch would just be perfect. She'd be fine. Yeah, she'd be great. I think if she got like the right, if they wrote for her like she was a musician. Like, what do you mean? She, Madeline Patch? Yeah, like I know she's not, but I think that like they can't give her like too much. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, like they write for her like she's a pop star. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think she could carry a sketch, but I think she'd do well in it. Yeah, you know, she's... I mean, this is, I've told this story in like seven episodes, but you know, she like geeked out over this woman who she was meeting at that fan event I was at. And this young woman had come to meet her and she was playing, this woman was playing Cheryl in a Riverdale improv show in Toronto. And, and Madeline was like, I want to play Cheryl in a Riverdale improv show in Toronto. <laughs> which is so cute, which makes me yeah. think that she's a little geek like us, you know? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so what I think you think I want to talk about. Yes. Am I right? It's that Cody Kearsley got a nose ring. Yes. <laughs> not happy about it. <laughs> well, that's just not a look that you like for your heartthrobs. No. And it like super doesn't work on him. <laughs> well, you know, maybe he's going to grow his hair out and get some <laughs> tattoos. and. Started with maybe he's gonna grow his, and then I was like, "Where the fuck is?" <laughs> is it like? Is it a stud? Is it a like? He's done like, both, but it's mostly ring. Okay, and but it's a like, side ring. It's not like a center ring. Not a, no, not a center, like a side. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I have I have the visual, and I find it disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it looks good on it. I just can't see it on his face. No. He's such a nice, chunky, all-American boy. Yeah, and it's like, it'd be too small. Like, his features are really big. Like, it actually wouldn't... That's the thing! I yeah. think that's what it is! It's yeah, like it's, it's like, if you do a nose ring, it's like, to accentuate, like, ah, mm -hmm. my, yeah. my dainty little nose. But it's like, no, it's <laughs> gonna get sort of lost, even, in his face. Yeah, everyone, you can check out his Instagram. I mean, yeah, it's, it is, it's true that they hired him for the show because he's sort of so uh, kind of, you know, pardon the millennial term, thick, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, but yeah, but he really is a very, I mean, we think he's the best looking actor on the show. Yeah. We just adore him. I'm sort of basic and I go for KJ, but I'm a very basic bitch I, about, about yeah. that. I get it. <laughs> At the same time, I feel like Cody's really basic. It's just in context of this show, he's not. Mm, yes, that's true. 
Like if oh, he had like a dating app, he'd be like so fucking basic. Right. But, but it's like, because he like sticks out with the rest of the cast because he doesn't look like a little waif. Yeah, like he sticks out. He's not like a main character. Like he's not supposed to be the hottie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to like be looking for him. <laughs> I've also always had a major crush on Moose. Just in the yeah. comics. Yeah. I've always, you know, that's very appealing to me is, you know, like a scenario where I'm the Dilton and then we get to fall in love and I help him with his math test. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> Dilton Doily. Gone too soon. Right, and that being said, that. shall we launch into this episode? Yeah, number four. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, before we do, I'm getting ahead of myself. Do you have one more thing to talk about, Kate? I'm sorry. No. Uh, Okay, okay, good. I wanted to just talk. I just wanted to talk to our guest Jess for a oh, second. Okay. Just about, okay, so we have, uh, she's a wonderful friend of mine, Jess Goldschmidt. She's also a really cool theater maker. Um, we worked on a play together earlier this year yeah. that was really inspiring for me to work with Jess. And I just wanted to ask you, Jess, like, how did you come to watching this show? Because sort of, Maybe a few months ago, I started getting emails from you where you were like, well, I'm watching all of Riverdale. Here's the deal. I'm watching all. Yeah, it's been very recent. I um, I have had a real uh, year in which I've been, I've been uh, getting treated for cancer, hilariously. Um, and in that time, I just decided, like, my entertainment couldn't go above a certain level of, like, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not like a true detective disease. Exactly. It really isn't. It's like a reading true Hollywood memoirs and watching a real level of television. And I I found that level of television sort of lacking. And then a friend of mine was like, you know what you should watch? Yeah. I was like, don't, isn't that, don't the children watch Riverdale? Can I do that? I'm like a 30 year old woman. And they were like, yeah. Oh yeah, you could. There's a real deep community, and uh, that's how I learned that you. That's how I learned about your podcast. It's really been a ride, guys. It's been yeah, it's, a it's, it's been amazing. Um, I'm very grateful for the show, honestly, because it really like it hits at the totally the intersection of like completely pointless and like so deeply felt and and, thought, and that I like really love. Um, so I I'm very grateful. Like early Degrassi, the next generation. Exactly. That's exactly what I wanted. Like up until wheelchair Jimmy. Yep. Like that. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly where we are. I mean, now we've sort of moved into like Twin Peaks Firewalk with me territory where you're just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm into it, but I don't understand. Um, but yes, I I agree it's very much Degrassi. It's like, I mean, they had the they had the Breakfast Club episode. As soon as that episode happened, which happened pretty late to be fair, but I was like, Oh yes. Oh yes, you know me well. Yeah. <laughs> Signed on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like two and a half seasons. Yeah, I was really, I was just waiting for them to hook me with the Breakfast Club, and then I was, and then I was in. But to you be fair, twenty four hours of the show. Yep, I really did. You were sending me emails before the Breakfast Club episode, where you were like, "Well, Betty's doing a pole dance. What yeah. the fuck is going on?" That's <laughs> like, true. No, no, I was. Were you fully, already were caring I was about hooked. it? I just didn't know if I would be like a, a real fan. You know, like you can be quietly, privately hooked. 
Mm-hmm. But like now I, I feel that I am I am fully a fan. <laughs> God and I mean really for just the golden age of the show. I season know. three. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have arrived, to have purchased my iTunes subscription. <laughs> <laughs> like this was the most this is what I really felt like wow, I'm a 30-year-old watching everything. <laughs> bought an iTunes subscription to the show. Yeah, I feel like kids younger than us, like, don't, have never purchased anything on iTunes. Oh my god, never! They don't even know that it's a site that you can buy things through, and I really do. I, like, own television. It's really, <laughs> really disgusting. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, definitely it's like, there is a bit of a stigma as to, you know, what are you supposed to be consuming as a quote unquote adult? Totally. But but that's something that I think our generation in particular, with maybe me being on the semi top end of it as like a 38 year old and maybe up to like sort of 27 year olds. And Kate, if I might ask, how old are you now? Are you like, you're 28 now, right? 29. Or you're 29. Okay, sorry. Yeah. But just sort of that whole, that, I think that's the, that's the span where we aren't expected in our entertainment or in our media consumption, like put away our childhood things anymore. Mm. And I I don't think that's necessarily such a bad thing. And then also too, I think it's okay for adults to analyze something that's meant for teenagers and like for us to weigh in on whether it's healthy for us to be watching and for teenagers to be watching. Yeah. And Riverdale is sometimes healthy and sometimes not. Yeah, you know? usually it veers into white supremacism and I'm like, oh, but but who is watching this? Totally. <laughs> so we were talking about in one of my classes about Twitch. Oh and yeah. The youngest person in this class is 23 and he's mm-hmm. like, also not the target demo, but like on the border of like people who watch Twitch because like I can't, imagine watching it and like people who like don't they don't watch tv they just like watch youtubes Mm -hmm. and like that's we're a step above that but then also i'm the oldest one in that class and when he mentioned the west wing everyone was like yep mm -hmm, yeah (laughs) oh cool political program so maybe that wasn't a good example But, Um, but it's still it is because even though it's uh that's a niche market. It's still a group of people who are watching a television program all the way through. Mm-hmm. It might yeah, be a different television program for different types of young people, but they're still doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for this group of people, which is like 23 to 29 grad mm-hmm. students, the two shows we all watch are Veep, which makes sense, mm-hmm. and Shit's Creek. <laughs> Everyone's owned by themselves and everyone wants to talk about and like someone got to show a clip in class. Well, he was looking for a clip from Veep and couldn't find anything appropriate because Veep is just like every other word is F bomb. Mm-hmm. And then we like found a good Chits Creek example, and like the whole class was so happy to watch two minutes of Catherine O'Hara. Oh yeah, I'd be happy to watch a nanosecond of Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, she's just great. She should be. She should be. Uh, they should cast when they recast Fred Andrews, which I believe is going to happen. Oh. It should be Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> but I want her Moira Rose pronunciations of it. Yes, I just want her to be Moira Rose as Fred Andrews. On there's a good Instagram. How would she around. say Archie? Uh, uh, Archie. <laughs> oh <my God>. like, <laughs> but there's a good Instagram. Archie, darling, come downstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a good Instagram post going around that actually a lot of the cast of Shit's Creek has reposted, so it should be easy to find. 
of a picture of Moira next to a picture of the redacted Mueller report. Oh, I saw this. I love this. It's like <laughs> serious. Yeah. There's like serious, there's like different outfits for different yeah, pages. Also <laughs> it's amazing. It's separate because there's the Instagram that's Madonna outfits versus Moira Rose outfits, but this is like a separate thing that was just like the Mueller report versus Moira Rose. <laughs> so it's so good. I, I'd love to hear her saying lines like, oh, Archie, you're flying too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> we showed in class was, I killed a man. <laughs> fucking funny. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> just to get the train back on the track here. Thank, thanks for joining us, Jess. It's all and, in the world. Thanks, guys. Thanks for. Oh yeah, and um, we're really happy to have you. And yeah. um, and it's also it's nice to get the perspective of someone who really has like really binged it. Oh yeah. Compared to us, where it's been pretty much a slow burn since the show started. Yeah, it's been mm. it's been like the last two months. Really. <laughs> I've watched all of. Them. What a world! Yeah, yeah it's. and I decided we were going to start watching the show before it started airing. So we've yeah. really been with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the first episode true. aired and when Archie left Betty high and dry, I cried. Oh yeah. The yeah. show has not made me cry since. <laughs> Sorry guys. I think Betty sometimes makes me cry. Oh, I love Betty. Yeah. I think the, like her, her whole, like, you know, dad, dad meltdown, really, really. I don't think the show has ever made me cry. Schitt's Creek has made me cry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, actually, there is one more question I want to ask you, Jess, before mm. we get into it. Were you a fan of Archie Comics as a kid? Yeah, I really was. Awesome. Yeah, my grandmother had a big, uh, like, box full of, like, from the 60s Archie's Comics that I used to root through and read. So, so when you started... Uh, watching the show you already did have like an affinity for the characters yeah but it meant that it was like actually a little harder because i was kind of like that's not what jughead like what are you doing <laughs> and then he finally started eating and i was like okay oh yeah jughead not eating is the most is like literally the worst thing about the show so annoying we we've had they've multiple discussions better. about that they've gotten better has- at keeping food in his hands yeah, they yeah. Have, they have gotten a lot he just seems to be holding stuff. Like I think the thing is that, like, in a comic book, he can eat and speak at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So, like, that's absolutely disgusting. He cannot do that. So, like, it's tougher to get in. Yeah, it's harder. Yeah, it's very hard. I did hard. appreciate last episode where they sort of used the fact that, like, he's a cop now as, like, a way for him to eat more. Like, he was, <laughs> like, on the crime scenes, like, popping chips and just being like, yeah, dad, let's get this to forensics. And I was like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, Riverdale doesn't have a forensics lab? Like, what? It's I just Dr. Curdle Jr. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's one guy. We've seen him many times. That's not forensics. He's multi-talented, Dr. Curdle Jr. Yeah. Dr. Curdle Jr. is all of Bones. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we don't maybe don't need to watch Bones. Yeah. yeah. We've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Episode 54, Fear the Reaper. Fear the Reaper. Probably a- named after the Blue we Oyster Cult song. There's a, we talked about, there is a movie from 2004. That's, that's right. Um, a killer is stalking the people of Luna Pier and only one person knows what's going on or maybe she just thinks she does. So I think that's Okay. Trying- that's, yeah, that's Betty. Yeah, I guess it's Betty, yeah. But yeah, I don't know a couple people, to be honest. Would they go that deep, though, in naming the 
could. I mean, the episode titles have kind of been all over the place recently. Yeah, they haven't been that good. Yeah, sometimes they're closer in theme and sometimes they're not. And last, like, handful, I'd say, have not really done it. Weren't they being, like, super literal, too? Like, Firewalk with me was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was into it, though. I loved it. Yeah. (laughs) So, we open and there is an invite uh, on the desk of, or like on the table of the Jones um, residence. Serpent's pool table that's serving as a dining room table. That's right, yes. <laughs> and um, that is very similar to the, the invite Mid- that we saw in the flashback episode. Yeah, and mm. they've used since for the Midnight Club. Yes, yeah. So like, this is the real Gargoyle King doing this, quote unquote, the real. Right. Yeah. Do we have any guesses at this point who the real Gargoyle King is? Do we want to start taking bets? There's only three episodes left of this season. I know they have to get to it soon. I'm I like, who, like, like, I feel like it can only possibly be Edgar or someone we don't know. I yeah. think it's Edgar, but I'm not satisfied by that. I know because Edgar has so little connection. Like I liked when somebody was like, it should be somebody from the midnight club. Like it's gotta be one of, like, I liked that. But but like, they've all been like exonerated from it being someone from the midnight club. Yeah. And a lot of the characters from the midnight club, other than the, the main, the majors, Mm -hmm. you know, like Fred or FP uh, or Penelope, they're just not on the show a lot. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's not like it's well, gonna. Some of them are dead, right? Like Dilton's dad. Yes, Daryl Doily. Daryl right? wasn't that his name? Daryl Dilton's yeah. dad, Daryl yeah. Doily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, like if it's like Reggie's dad, that's really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> like who cares about Reggie's dad? Yeah. Like no one. Where even is Reggie? Yeah. Well, we haven't seen. We didn't see him this episode. <laughs> no, we didn't see Reggie. We didn't see Sweet Pea. Yeah. This is the second episode in a row we haven't seen Sweet Pea. Yeah, and we love him. We yeah, yeah he's our new moose. Yeah, right. Sweet Pea's the new moose. Yeah. I think he has better hair, even. I agree. I, will say. I agree he's that he has better hair, hair yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, yeah, moving on. So, that kid that Archie punched is, in fact, dead. Yes. Fully dead. Yeah, he, he died. Uh, speaking of Moira Roses, I've killed a man. Um, <laughs> he's actually, like, even if the punch is what killed him, he's like not responsible. Like he, he like wouldn't get in trouble for it. He, well, he got blamed. He'd get in trouble for, he was accused of supplying him with drugs. Yeah. This is where Elio's <laughs> horrible acting becomes a real problem for me because everything he says, I can't understand. I'm like, <laughs> I don't you're such a bad actor that like you're trying, you're advancing the plot right now. And I can't, I don't get it. Like, what are you saying? It's true. But at this point in the episode, Archie isn't accused of that. Archie, all Archie's done is punch him. That's true. That's That's true. That's totally fair. Yeah. But you know, he's in trouble. Also, this is the first appearance of Dr. Patel, who Mm -hmm. is an Archie character. So (laughs) hooray. He's an actual character in the comic. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he's a newer character. He's okay. from the last, I think, like, 10, 15 years. Mm. And he's um, Dev Patel's father. And okay, Dev-, Dev Patel, because that's a famous Academy Award-nominated actor. But yes, that's so not who it is. Confused. That's not who it is. What's the name of that Patel like character? Who's, like, who's, by the um, way, Dev Patel, like, long bottoms, and he's, like, a babe now. He's so beautiful. 
Patel Archie Comics. My bad. No, 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 no. This who's the character? The character is Raj Patel. My apologies. Raj Patel, who we have not seen yet on the show, but is sort of a newer Archie character, and he loves filmmaking, which is lovely. Yeah. But we've heard um his um his uh sister was on the show as one of like Cheryl's crew at the very beginning of the show. There was a Patel girl. If he loves filmmaking, because I always found it pretty lame that they would just sort of throw Jughead a camera sometimes and be like, you like this. I agree. Shoot behind the scenes of the musical episode. Like, I just feel like they should give it to somebody who's... Definitely. No, I think that Raj is a character that they really could use. And then also, you know, this was part of Archie's efforts to make it not the most white bread comic book line in the history of the world. (laughs) And, you know, the show's done a pretty good job casting diversely, but having um a young uh indian actor on the show would be totally great so yeah yeah, like have a raj patel character season four raj patel bring him in bring him in okay raj patel is the gargoyle (laughs) no no um this is the last scene of uh luke perry yeah oh my god yeah 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 and it's nothing it's just him like, okay, sorry, Archie. Yeah, you know, he's giving any wisdom or anything. No. It's like, yep. It's just him in the damn kitchen. He's always in the kitchen. I'm like, you're like a fifties housewife, Luke Perry. They never they never <laughs> shoot you anywhere life. else. <laughs> part of me part of me almost feels like I know that Perry was shooting some of Riverdale in LA. I read that. Uh, when he passed away. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the kitchen set might not be located where the rest of the show is located. Yeah. And that's why he's always in the kitchen. That makes sense. Yeah, they fly KJ down, they do some scenes together, or these two-person scenes, and then it's done, and then you it's know? Like, and then that's it, yeah. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's it's incredibly sad, and I'm really, I'm sure we're going to hear in the next few years what the rewrite process was like in these for these last few episodes. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really... You know, from a story writing standpoint, it's really interesting. It's, of course, really sad. Um, And, you know, I'm still of the argument that, you know, we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. And I think there should be a break from, you know, the season break. And then I I do believe that they should recast the character. And I think that that would be actually the best way to honor Luke Perry's memory Uh, is to just keep the character going with another actor and have it be a different interpretation. But Kate and I, we've had a debate about this before, so we'll see, you know? But I think it would be way stranger to kill the character off. I think that would just be so, like, kind of ghoulish to me, at least. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, I don't know how to kill him without being, like, fucking rude about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be better, you know, like, almost like what they did with Dumbledore, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just have another actor do it. Yeah. Um, specifically, Jason Priestley. <laughs> but, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? Oh, it would be, so no, that's not appropriate. That's not be cool. Hilarious. I know. That would be hilarious. No, have it be someone. I mean, I feel like. Especially character- when Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block looks so much like him already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a great. I was thinking, like, it was anybody off of One Tree Hill so we could have, like, a Chad Michael Murray situation? I don't. Think anyone in One Tree Hill looks- doesn't look like him at all? Yeah, <laughs> unless they got like Minkus. Well, how old is um? Oh, I'm blanking on his name. How old is Supernatural Dean? 
How old is that guy now? I don't want supernatural. Jared. Jared? <laughs> I don't want those supernatural freaks. <laughs> I'm okay alienating that part of our audience. Supernatural fandom is the worst. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like the things you find, like the deep recesses of the internet with like the most disgusting, like filthy fandomism. <laughs> Like, it's absolutely, like, it's always supernatural. <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't know But I either. love that. <laughs> oh, God. The things I've seen, like, I genuinely cannot speak about. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair. No. Fair. Yeah. We don't, no, we don't it's need interesting. That. It, it'll, muddy, it'll muddy the base. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily think it should be a lookalike. I think it should just be a new no, yeah yeah i, I mean Catherine o'hara i think it should really be a new interpretation of fred you know mm -hmm. just yeah. to really differentiate it but yeah but you know it, they're in a, a difficult situation and I'm like i'm very i'm my my hope is that they'll be able to work it out yeah. in a in a way that like feels good for us while we're watching and you know and them for the the writing and for the cast as well you know nobody's happy you know of course nobody's happy but like, this has been really strange for the cast, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, Elio manages to deflect the blame of giving the guy the drugs. Yeah. You know, yeah. In I, his I lame Canadian accent. He makes me so right. I'm like, why? You clearly cast this guy thinking he would be a one-off, and then you, like, wrote a lot more for him, and he is not up he's to the challenge. After, he's named after a pizza, frozen yeah. pizza. <laughs> I'm like, he was supposed to just sort of blow in, like, be rich, solve a problem, and leave. And now he has all this shit to do. And I, you're just like, why are you here? I totally thought he was maybe named after the guy from Call Me By Your Name, the character from Call Me By Your Name. Oh. His name is Elio. But mm -hmm. who, who I knows? also that came out mentioned was named after the frozen pizza. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah I, yeah, I do think this is a local. We, we could look into this. This is just me spitballing. I think this is a local Vancouver actor based on his accent. Mm. Yeah. And it's funny because you saying he's unintelligible, I get it. For me, I can't really hear it because I lived in Vancouver for four years. Yeah, but it's I can the accent. accent I, but I yeah, I can understand what he's saying. I just think he's a bad actor. Like, <laughs> that's like, fair. That's all it is. <laughs> no, it's not the accent at all. It's just like everything sounds the same yeah. because he's a bad actor, in my opinion. And there, thereby I can't like differentiate like oh this is an important word or like oh you're feeling something I'm like you're a weird robot <laughs> I'm sorry guys I really got angry about Elliot it's <laughs> like you have so much to do with this episode and I hate you he's like the equivalent of like someone like speaking sign language but not emoting mm-hmm mm-hmm like, like his mouth is moving but like there's nothing going like there's, yeah, there's no nothing happening he's just yeah moving. yeah it makes me crazy that's or like fair. a South Park character, like a Canadian on South Park, or like just the mouth. <laughs> um, yes, and it would be fine if he didn't wasn't advancing the plot. Which I'm like, <laughs> just don't give him blame. Yeah, yeah, well, he's also like not a villain we care about. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He's no Hiram Lodge, you yeah. know, or oh. like yeah, who's just so fun on the, you know, he's so, so he see chews up, chews up his scenes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, cool. Kurtz is tied up. And he's being beat up because uh, FP's a bad policeman. <laughs> yes, that is true. Because FP can't deal. I do want to say about this this Kurtz character and this actor, I kind of love him in the whole episode. Mm. Yeah, I, I've never felt this way about him before. 
Yeah, no, this is, he really shines in this episode. And I think that he's super fun and good to watch personally. There's like a point where like, I noticed that like, oh, I get that he's good looking. And then there's a scene later where Hal looks really good. And I was like, everyone looks really good this episode. Like everyone (laughs) looks really hot. Yeah. That's true. And I did think Kurtz, because they finally gave him a break from just laughing maniacally, like he got to actually like talk. Yeah. There was, it, there, that was nice. Like it wasn't just him being like <laughs> the whole time, which. Yeah. 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 He, he is a character that's a little like the Joker mm-hmm. and yeah. very much like the Joker, despite the fact that the Joker is known as a maniacal laugher. It's right. when he has his quieter moments that he's really a scary villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because then, have you guys talked? Is he a Heart of Darkness reference? This has been yeah, we've talked yeah. about it. Great, okay, cool. That's a good video. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like because then he gets to really do it. Yeah. So then they all get code names for their right. game, and the, the code names don't really factor in. Okay, so like Hellcaster, like they they established like that was already Jughead's, and like Alchemist makes sense, but then he's like Dead Eye, like from your high school years, and I'm like, what? <laughs> was that in the flashback episode? It might have been. Even if it is, it wasn't, and even if it was, why does Kurtz know it? I uh, yeah, well, because he's in contact with the Gargoyle King, who I think is from the high school years. Mm. That's what I think. But it doesn't mm-hmm. make, he was like a football player. Like what? Dead Eye? Like what? No, you're right. Who knows? Yeah, no. It's does he have good aim? I, I that's all. <laughs> I, I was like, but I feel like you would give Dead Eye to someone who has bad aim. <laughs> No, Deadeye is... It is a, like, term for you have good aim. It's yeah. like an archery thing. Yeah, it's a term for, like, being, like, a crack shot, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I've just never experienced FP as having particularly good aim. No, no. And Gladys is the alchemist is fine for who she is in the show. Uh-huh. But then it's not like her. she uses her skills towards being an alchemist in the game that they end up playing. Mm-hmm. No, they just like name her that. It's like if you yeah. name the little baby pegs in the game of life, like it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would have been cool to name them things that then led to what they, what their quests were in yeah. the game, but that did not happen. Nope. Did not. But we had a very moody slow-mo roll of the dice. I wrote mm-hmm. the dice longer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, D&D fans, you know, got so excited. It wasn't even a slow-mo shot. He just shook it for a really long time. No, it was a long shake with then a slow-mo roll. It was, like, real. <laughs> Have you seen the video of... It's so dumb that I'm comparing this. There's a tweet where someone, like, the text is the dog just wanted to participate. And someone, like, rolls some dice and then the dog, like, runs over and, like, drops a tennis ball on it. <laughs> It's really cute, but anyway, that's what I I was like expecting a little doggy to pop up. Yeah, hot dog. Yeah. Where is hot dog? Where's hot dog? Who's taking care of hot I dog? I think he's out being the conductor for another 60s <laughs> bubblegum band. He's like left the Archies. He's conducting someone else. He's with like Boston Pops now. Like, yeah. Homer bounding right now. Yeah. Like, there's a whole subplot that we're not seeing with yeah. the two of them. <laughs> anyway. So Archie like moodily quits boxing and it's like fine. Yeah. Yeah. This is, they still don't really know what to do with Archie. Mm-hmm. No. This is just more moral problems for Archie. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, it's his brand. Like he's not going to just like suddenly become a 
Well, he was going to become a rock star for a while. And then once that left, it really has just been moral problems. I, I really since. want rock star Archie to be all of season four. Yeah, that would be great. Well, it's like, that was, mo he had so much more fun. That's also just like me as a, what I like as a taste for my totally. taste is I like yeah. movies and television shows about bands that go on adventures. Yeah, that's that's a, like that's literally great. my well, brand. Also, so. if, well, we're jumping ahead, but like there's going to be a void to fill. Remember what Archie's original songs were like though. Yeah, well, they were terrible. <laughs> they need to hire me to write the original songs for Archie. But this literally is, it'll be evolution. Like he started out with like sad cryboy rock and now he's like moving into Yeah, I want I I actually kind of want all his stuff to sound like modern Jonas Brothers. Ooh, yeah. Right? Like that would be so good for the show. Yeah, it would Yeah, or like or like One Direction, like that kind of style. Mm -hmm, you but know, like just him. Or Bieber. No, no, I want it. I want the Bieber formation Bieber. of the Archies. Oh, you, want, you, want, you want the Archies. Yeah, I want okay. Veronica on I keys. Want I want <laughs> Betty on tambo. Play, if you I want, want to it. Play, play instruments, it has to be Jonas Brothers over One Direction. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, yes. Yeah. Or anyway. actually, Backstreet Boys do play their own instruments sometimes, but like not a lot. No. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I think that's I, a newer development. I loved them more It's than not that new. It's really, okay, so guys... Lifelong Backstreet Boy fan, seeing them for the third time this summer. Yeah, actually, not that new of a development. Okay, like they started doing it during concerts in like ninety nine, two thousand. They just it just like never is a hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not like yeah. people clamor for it. People want them to. Dance. Yeah, like yeah. they played a song mm -hmm. and then they put out like the Millennium album. Like, it, like nothing they played originally made it onto Millennium. Yeah. This might be the most off-topic episode we've ever done, and also maybe the best episode we've ever done. Uh, we did the Joni Lefchachi episode. <laughs> That's right. That was very good. All right, let's keep going. Let's okay. keep going. All right, all right. It turns out Hal's prison is two hours away. <laughs> yeah, Betty's just been going so often, and I'm like, do you have the car? <laughs> like, what? How are you getting there? I thought it was, like, in your Time basement. for that. <laughs> Also, there's an old school television behind Betty always in those scenes that I don't understand its purpose. Yes. Oh, my God. There's so yeah. much weird set dressing in that whole thing. It's yeah. like like Silence of the Lambs is like much clearer. There's like a cage. And this yeah. is like a weird sort of like, yeah, it's yeah, what is it? prison. I don't it's know. like a glass wall, but they never like Tarzan touch hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, also, I'm I'm still not into the fact that she's like going there and having like heart to heart. I with find him. it really gross. Yeah, actually. like well, after it. a two hour drive, you got to talk about something. I know, but like imagine driving two hours and being like, "Well, math was tough today." But why is she visiting him I compared know. to like, like it seems like she's like having more of a relationship with him than like, than like, um, you know, uh. Polly, for example, who we but haven't the, seen for a while. But this is the farm. Like, this is the thing. They're, like, isolating her mm -hmm. to make her... But she needs an adult in her life, and Alice is trying to manipulate her in a way that, like, how, at least on the surface, isn't. That's true, despite yeah. the fact that Hal but he's is, a is a psycho killer. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, God, Betty, your life. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, well, I don't this, feel totally sorry for Betty because she has the hottest boyfriend of she, all time. She so. does. That's true. Yeah. But this episode, I did really feel like the, the, the thing about yeah. this episode I liked the most was that I actually got to see like, oh, wow, this is a systematic campaign to leave Betty to like gaslight her to the point where she'll like 
Like I didn't actually get that it was that rigorous on the farms part before this. Yeah, until yeah. this episode. Yeah, until this episode. I was like, oh, this is tough. Yeah. Anyway, something ahead, sorry. Agreed. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. So how must we transfer to Hiram's prison? Which has the argument that it's good publicity for the prison. Yeah, how is it good publicity? I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Like, to have the psycho kill to have I mean, I guess like, <laughs> for profit prisons, like getting like a really high profile prisoner like is good. The problem is that like at least us three are like fuck for profit prisons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really do wanna I was I was hoping there would be some sort of popular uprising against for-profit prisons, but so far we haven't gotten that. Yeah, no, it just they just really blew past in, it. Yeah. You mean in the show? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this is the thing. We've talked about this a lot on our podcast, is that the show touches on social issues. Yep. And I do think that's a positive thing because it does bring up a lot that younger viewers can then look into more. Mm-hmm. But I would love the show to take a little more of a stance. To take a stand, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like, yeah, it would be great if there was some sort of like citizens uh, citizens revolt against the for-profit prison being in the town. Yeah, yeah. Well, for they example. also did that whole like, yeah, the whole like serpents are sort of indigenous peoples thing. Was yes. Really weird, weird. Soft, like, soft, soft like serpents are indigenous touch. peoples. Very <laughs> soft opioid crisis yeah, analogy. Absolutely. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So how would it also, how would it be good publicity to move the Black Hood any closer to Riverdale? I, know. I feel like everybody in Riverdale would be like, shit. <laughs> Beautiful view of the river. Yeah. Of the Sweetwater River. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe he yeah. could. They could throw him in the Sweetwater River. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so Archie and Mad Dog have to clear the drugs out of El Royale, and they don't do it in time. Mm-hmm. So off to jail, which is tiresome. Like we don't need to see these boys in jail anymore. We're so done with Archie in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, Gladys pulls the black marble where she has to tell a secret. And so she tells FP about the fizzle rocks. And I feel like they built FP's reaction up to be this like too much of a reaction, but I felt felt like it was appropriate. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, and then he also gets to have, he gets to call Jughead boy in the scene. Right. Which I didn't. Oh, I think <laughs> it's later on. I comment that he never calls Kurt's boy. No, he only calls Jughead boy, boy. Why didn't you tell me? And I think it would be so funny. And they're never going to do this. It's just every time FP gets mad, he just calls whoever he gets mad at, boy. But like, yeah. he wants to start calling. Like, boy? I want him to start calling Gladys, boy. He does get mad. Jellybean, boy. Boy! Boy! Why didn't you tell me? Oh, man. When is Jellybean going to be a real character and not just, like, bait? And, like, I know. just your bait. And she always. started off so promising. I know. And she's like, I never really know. She's like a kidnap victim. Yeah. I don't think she's a great actress. That's true. Maybe she just can't carry it. Oh. Um, Act break. Yep. Boy. <laughs> so Josie calls her dad and asks to have dinner. And I'm like, Josie, God damn it. <laughs> but she's wearing a great hair wrap at that moment, which I actually, I, yeah. was, I found very moving. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know why. Sometimes hair wraps could be moving. It really was. I thought it was really yeah. beautiful. Yeah, um, but it's true. This scene is pretty pointless well pointless but they're gearing up her big wedding while like that's like in conjunction with her talking to her dad so i thought it was like tom and sienna sierra still and then Mm -hmm. it was like no edgar and alice like wait what a shift and then also too it's like the last we saw of josie's father he was just being incredibly 
uh, you know, dismissive of her music career. Yeah. And uh, that's the and that was a season one episode. And we haven't seen him since. Yeah, he was a yeah. jazz snob. I'm like, yes. what is he touring that you can play on if he's a jazz snob? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, I guess now that she's doing like torch, basically she's like a torch yeah, singer she's just now. Doing torch so maybe, you know, her doing backup for jazz makes sense. But, but that being said, it's like, we just haven't seen a shift from him enough to all of a sudden have him be like, I loved your show. I loved your show yeah. of like, this Amy Winehouse cover. Oh my God. And I <laughs> just yeah. watched Amy finally, uh -huh. like two days ago. Yeah, I've and so seen... watching her sing that, I was like, this is a terrible performance. <laughs> you are doing a bad job. This is thin and yeah. weak. And like, why are you doing that? And like, that was the big number that was got her. It's like, give her anything else. This is not, well, they... Amy's performance of this is so much deeper and in all of our psyches. I feel like the like... Z cover was better than this cover. Yeah, it totally was. They... Even Tina Turner was better. Like, come on. They have really, we, I've talked about this so much on this podcast, but they have bad music programmers yeah. for the show or, or like, you know, sort of licensors. I don't know exactly. I think there's a team of people that do this for shows like this. And it is a very well-known music licensor that does this, right? We talked about this before, right, Kate? Yeah. I'm wondering if like people just don't want their music on this show. Ooh, uh, that mm. seems strange to me because this show is successful. You know? Yeah. But maybe, maybe yeah, people but, are like, but, no. like, they want to sell out. Like, this is, like, I feel like getting your music on this is different than getting your music on, like, more, like, serious shows. Totally. Like, getting they're like Riverdale <laughs> is different than getting your music on girls. Totally. Well, and also because you because someone else is performing it. That's I feel like that's that thing. too. Yeah. yeah like, like, it's not like you're getting the track to underscore a big moment. You're like getting like, Josie to sing your song. And like, you're like, like the glee factor. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 And like, maybe they saw that cover of I Feel Love in the first season. And they were like, no, like that was it for everybody. You know? Yeah, and like Glee had this benefit of like where the songs didn't always need to like they didn't need to connect to what was happening in the plot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like it was easy to just be like, oh, we can't get this, we'll get this. But it's not like, like the songs connect to the plot in this show either. That's true. But yeah. Like this Winehouse cover? No, honey. Yeah, but I feel like it feels like the, what we end up with means that they tried to get a better song that did connect and then they had to like kind of slowly crumble to where we are. Yeah, they had to compromise. Absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Edgar's gonna adopt Polly's twins. Which means that Alice will be both a grandmother and a mom. So no one talked about that. I thought that was so weird. I know. Mm -hmm. More creepy, more creepy incesty things. Yeah, my grandma's also my mom. Like, oh. Uh, and then, and then also, is this like an inter-farm wedding, mm -hmm. or is this going to be legal? Because is polygamy legal in the fictional state that Riverdale takes place in? I think it like, can't be legal if he's already married too. I think it's got to be a farm. Yeah. Well, yes but at this point we don't know that sure but I, I just wrote polygamy here because I already had an inkling oh day one we felt it was sister wife yeah, yeah. exactly so I, I just feel like that's not really explained even when we do have that big reveal you know mm -hmm. and our viewers our listeners have watched the episode that big that big reveal about Evelyn which is amazing yeah <laughs> which I loved yeah, yeah. I did love that actually um, and then so Archie's being set up by Elio, so they give urine samples, and then they do this press conference 
get a lawyer totally get a lawyer and also archie being like this is really humiliating like he didn't have to do that in juvie they didn't do urine samples in juvie i'm sure they did yeah they can't decide how criminal archie really is yeah Yeah. don't approach the family totally but then it led to him being slapped, which is was really important. Always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to interject because there was a line that I really loved from Veronica. I'm going to dog walk that lying cad. Yes. I found to be yes. incredible. I was like, this is what I want from you. More of this. <laughs> totally. like, what does it mean to dog walk a person? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's gobbledygook. It's so, it was awesome. I loved that line. Um, so they're at the school... They're giving out meningitis vaccines, which like, what a choice. Sure. But very topical. Mm-hmm. Very like, topical. Like, and you very, heard this before. This a happened. very important vaccine. Yeah. But also, why not just the flu shot? Yeah. Also, then it turns out the farm is anti-vax, but the principal of this school is also on the farm. So what? <laughs> it's true. But maybe he didn't sign off. Maybe it's like a public health thing. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I don't think Weatherby does dick all at that school. I'm sorry, guys. Especially now. He's just sort of beatifically smiling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the anti-vaxxing I thought was really great. Every new new age thing that they give to the farm, like the dream catchers and the crystals, it's like they keep sort of pilot the kombucha making party. I'm like, this is, I want it all. I want the farm to have every single new age. I want jade eggs. I want you like- know that this writer's room is in LA. And right? like- Yes. So I Don't want like cultural references. Like I want all of it. I, so like the good. fact that they're not talking about like constantly like hiking Runyon Canyon for like <laughs> yeah. totally. Um yes, I really it's it's really beautiful. And yes. then storm's a metaphor. <laughs> or I thought it was gonna be and then it wasn't. And then it really wasn't. If I was like, ah, oh, Storm's a Bruin. And then have you ever listened to that Chelsea Peretti play? No. Chelsea Pretty wrote a play called Storms Coming In. Uh-huh. And they staged it and there's there's no visual of it, but there's audio and it's like Kate Berlanti and John Early and uh-huh. like Pretty and a bunch of just like really incredible people doing this play that she wrote that is just I mean, it's what Chelsea Pretty would write as a play based on Tennessee Williams. Like Great. It's, it's everything you want. Anyway. <laughs> Um, why is it so easy to snoop in the school? <laughs> well, it's not, you know, the layout of the school is malleable to whatever they need. And like, does <laughs> Betty ever sleep? And how does she make a call clearly at like 9 p.m. being like, I'm just calling from the principal's office. I'm like, no, principal's office is open at 9 p.m. Like, why? Yeah. Well, she, she hairpinned her way in to the principal's office. I know, but she's like, she's making the call about Evelyn, like, casually at like 10 oh, o'clock at sure. night to yeah. like a local all <laughs> so. the student records are on paper total yeah. violation of FERPA oh I didn't think about that yeah I really didn't think about that and then yeah and then she just like calls the woman who's like not bothered that Betty's breaking and entering it's all fairy the whole thing is Betty's Betty's detectiving is like it's just gotten to the point of like signifier now. You know I mean? It's just like it's like and here's the hairpin. You already know what's happening. We don't have to explain any of it. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, sure, yeah it's so uh, sort of like she's a superhero. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. It's just like there's no. Yeah, it's symbolic. There's no justification. Yeah, <laughs> there's no like. Yeah. So the next yeah. thing uh, they have to do in the G and G game is steal some treasure from the realm. 
And then they discuss that it's a tavern and that it's Shelly being ran- ransom. And I want to stress that they all concluded, all four of them concluded in this scene that it was a tavern that they had to raid. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what they raided. <laughs> yeah, Pops is not a tavern. No, no. It's a 1950s style diner. I don't think they serve alcohol. No, they do at Le Bon Nuit, but not at, yeah. not at Pops. Yeah. That, that whole thing... Like, like, honestly, my favorite part of that whole section was at the end where Josie was like, don't you see why I have to get out of this town? Like, <laughs> You're right, girl. That was a mess. Yeah. Was like, I don't understand what just happened. I think I like looked away for a second and then like uh, Pete was on the floor and I was like, whatever, but we're not there yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm skipping. No, it's totally um, okay. Yeah. So we have an act break. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then R2 runs to Veronica through the rain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're going to hold a charity boxing match. And she's like, no, you should do a benefit concert. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this show, the show showed gorgeous restraint. Yeah, they didn't have sex. In that they didn't fuck. Yeah. 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 I was very proud I of I was them. shocked. I was like, he's all wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know we've all, it's like they already had sex. Yeah, he's wet. Yeah. It's time for sex. They kiss upside down. <laughs> true. We, we, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so we find out that Evelyn went to the Gilroy Academy. And then this is when I started trying to guess her age. I wrote, I, Evelyn is like 27 years old. Mm, and I was right. She's call. 28. And then yeah. went, no, maybe 28, and then it turned out to be 27. Here's what I want to say. This actress is the youngest looking mm-hmm. of the high schoolers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, by so much. Yeah. I, I don't like, know how old this actress is in reality. Yeah, but, like, she's also the one that's supposed to be, like, the old. Like, does she have, like, what Andy Malinakis has? <laughs> um, don't explain I, who Andy Malinakis is. Let our audience sit with it. Yeah, our audience can Google Andy. He's the best. <laughs> I love Andy. And I could use his first name because we used to hang out back in the day. Um, uh, some of his shit does not hold up. No, no, no. Agreed. But he d- has done a lot of very funny stuff. I didn't yeah. know that, this, that Evelyn's act, real name is Zoe de Grand Maison. Oh! oh, yeah. I love seeing that name in the opening oh, credits. What? I saw it in the, this time and I was like, who is that? <laughs> What a name! Young it's ingenue. got an accent on the E. It's Zoe, I think. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Zoe de Gromaison. Uh, yeah, but I mean... She's Canadian. Oh, she can... Oh, is she... Oh, well, that's name like that. Yeah, she has to be. I'm like, you're... Is she French-Canadian? She's gotta yeah. be, yeah. It's interesting, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I don't know how old she is. Oh, born May 3rd, 1995. <laughs> so... So she's not, I don't, she's certainly not the oldest of the cast, but she's also not the youngest. But she looks the youngest and she plays the oldest. Yeah. So, yeah, so then they rob Pops. Yes, with Miserloo playing in the background. Very fun on the nose Pulp Fiction reference. Yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. And then, like, right, I wrote good music cue. Yes. Um, and like, at, like they're about to rob pops, and then Josie's like, "I want a tour with you, Dad." And then they're like, "This is a stick up," and it sounded so much like FP that it was like, even if the mask stayed on. Yeah, it's <laughs> if- because he said, "This is a stick up, boy." <laughs> <laughs> and Rue's like, "Oh, it's FP." 
Oh, wow. <laughs> so what, what, how did he end up on the floor? He got shot by Pops. Pops shot him. Like, okay. Fucking with shot. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. Like that, I, I thought he died. I was totally. like, that, if he's shooting a guy with a shotgun, not It wasn't that, that far away. Yeah. Range. Like, it's a hit him. arm. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then, and then, and then FP was like, oh. And it was like, okay, well, I guess he's fine. Oh like, that, like, leave me alone, like, just leave me behind. And it was like, okay. Yeah, leave me behind, boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, Bob, you love me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry we robbed you. Yeah, seriously. Let like, us get away with our lives. I'm your best customer. Yeah. yeah. And then oh he goes, and Jughead's, he, he punched Kurtz real good. That was a good punch. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yes, he really decked Kurtz. Yeah. Maybe Jughead should be a boxer. More yeah. boxing in this show. That's what I want. Yeah, I don't is, want that. I don't want that either. <laughs> it's very, it's it's the whole Bugsy Malone thing of like, now we're just going to have a boxing section. Because <laughs> totally. it's fun when kids box. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and they're not going to address CTE because like we associate it so much with football because like more people play football than box. But like it is a serious mm. problem with boxing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, you don't box when you're a child. <laughs> We yeah. they should start singing songs from Bugsy Malone in this oh, show. Oh God, I hope yeah. that's my real hope. Yeah, is that, is that it's, who would be Tallulah though? Now that Josie's gone, it's confirmed that Hal is transferring. And then this is where I wrote, "Everyone is hot." This episode. Yes. And then he's like, "There's someone who's uniquely motivated to help," and I was like, "Who?" And then it turned out to be Penelope, which like still didn't. Okay. I, but I did like that Penelope's in this episode, and I liked her scene. It was super fun. Yeah. Also, I kind of love that Betty keeps calling her auntie. Mm-hmm. Like, when she wants something, she calls her auntie. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is great. And they can only take Dagwood. They can't take Juniper, which is the funniest set of names. Totally. And I loved that scene because it was one of those classic, like, we've skipped the meaty scene and we're just having a, like, scene in the hallway where I explain to you everything that just happened. Yeah, that, like, instead of, like, instead of actually having the scene where you can't take the child, like, that would be a much more compelling scene. It would be very compelling <laughs> with, like, a, and a scene between Edgar and Penelope, which we haven't seen. Yeah, it would be great. I was like, why? And then Penelope's, <laughs> yeah, instead Penelope's just like, BT dubs. Yeah. I can only take one of the Here's children. what happened. And then she's like, it was a triumph. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Mm. I'm naming him Jason Jr. Here we go. Yeah. Um, I want to say that they cut to Archie cleaning up the gym and he's picking up jock straps. <laughs> it's because Archie's leasing the gym for gay porn shoots. <laughs> jock straps is like, they're not even in the locker room. They're just like, oh, yeah. just around. Archie's like, oh, got to clean up after this crew. Well, now that he's no longer boxing, you know, he has to really get his hands dirty. Yes, to get his hands dirty, <laughs> yep. And then Elio wants to name him the Riverdale Reaper. Which was get it? character. Hmm? There was already, like, a Riverdale Reaper. Yeah, wasn't that the name of one of the... The the uh, the the serial killers in season two yeah, that they alluded the to? Cabin. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, great. So they want to give him the name of it's like if they named a like they named a boxer like Manson in real life. Everybody would be like, well, that's in very bad taste. And now Charles Manson. It, yeah, yeah. it felt like to me that they forgot that they already had a <laughs> That's very much a possibility. It's so 
so possible. Yeah, we're paying more attention than they are. Okay, yeah. It's alliterative. They'll love it. We've never used it before. Yeah, Riverdale Reaper. Here we go. Riverdale Reaper. Yeah. Uh, axe break. Yes. Um, they're in the bunker now. Mm-hmm. Because everyone knows about the bunker now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kurtz is like, even if you save Jellybean, you still lose. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And then he's like, we're gonna have to leave town. And then he's like, no, Riverdale's home. And it's like, well, glad if you destroyed it. And yes. That's, yeah. that's what happens. That exactly I have no happened. commentary on any of that. Yeah, except, it's all yeah. kind of okay. except, you know, it's like Jughead claiming Riverdale is his home, which, yeah, it's yeah. always been Juggy's home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Elliot good. denies insurance money to the Ronsons, which is fucked up. And it's also, disgusting. Not, like, he shouldn't be able to deny them insurance money. No. Well, yeah. no, yeah. I mean, that's not, yeah, that's not how insurance works. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, like, Josie and Archie are still a thing, I guess. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was so confused until that moment. I was like, are they still dating? Did I miss it? <laughs> yeah, What's I guess happening? So. And then they like give a loveless smooch, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, totally. A chaste smooch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they have to have a a trawl with the Cyclops. Never explained. Yeah. As in, uh, how is it not explained? It was just a quest, right? Yeah, but like a trawl with the side, like who they, like there's never a. Oh, wait, you know, they do explain it. I I just forgot. Thanks, Matt. It's it's one eye, what's her name? Yeah, it's Penny Peabody. Yeah, I, just, I looked three sentences down. Yeah, yeah. But she just keeps coming back. Like Which she, I love. I want, I, her, I want this to be a recurring thing forever. I always want when they need a big reveal, I always want to be Penny. It's like, oh, Peabody. no. Next time she has like a wooden leg. Totally. I do. I want her to become like a cyborg. I the end of the show. I want her to get like scarier and scarier and just be like, like she's like a brain. Maybe at the end, she's like a brain. In a box. Yeah, exactly. With like cybernetic arms. It's like, oh my God, Penny is the scariest character. So in between though, Josie's dad doesn't show up, of course. Yeah, on match. Yeah. And like, and Elio like thinks he can take Archie in a fight. Yes, but guess what? That doughy little guy can't. Yeah. Yeah. So little patience. Yeah, so little patience for Elio. Yeah. Yeah, and then they fight. Looks like a high school. I'm like, what is your gym? What is this building you're walking? Yeah, his gym is like very snazzy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is what? Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No. No. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Penny comes and it's an eye for an eye and they use tiny karate swords, which yes. is so funny. I loved all of this. Loved I the swords. legit loved this. Yeah. Well, they were the same swords they used in the mummy. I really, in oh, the mummy returns. Nice. It was a real like ritualized moment. Of, like <laughs> I know how to use these swords. Yeah, you're like, you're... <laughs> like knew how to use them like so good. I think, yeah. I think those are called size. They're right? called size. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they, they were, like, very well trained to use them, which is yeah. awesome. And they're like a Ninja Turtle weapon, right? One of the Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, like there's legit a karate thing. Yeah, it was the Beautiful. best. I loved all of that. Loved it. Um, it didn't last long enough, though, I thought. I wanted, I like, I was like, so much of this episode is not that interesting. Just, like, have a great sword fight. Yeah, have a fucking sword fight in this. Yeah, I agree. And then we had our musical number, which we've already discussed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I've already talked about it. And Penny has been spared once again. Uh, Gladys doesn't murder Penny. But she still stabs her in the leg. So yeah, peg leg next. Yeah, peg leg. Peg leg, Penny. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so it turns out Josie's dad was there. Mm -hmm. In a real special moment yeah. for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, this is Evelyn's officially 26. Oh, I thought she was officially 28. Okay, but I was pretty mm -hmm. much dead on. Yeah. Yeah. They were right there. Yeah. And yeah, this is where we find out that she's Edgar's wife and not mm -hmm. his daughter. Which we had previously discussed how I felt like he was too young to be her dad. Yeah. I thought so, that too. Okay. But I just always think of Chad Michael Murray as younger than he is. It's, right, because he's still Yeah, he's still on Gilmore Girls. And, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, act break. So Gladys has a broken arm and a ruptured kidney because no one's no one's arm is spared in this episode. No one's arm is spared. No one's. <laughs> and her cast is so big. <laughs> like it's not like her arm's got to be like flopping around inside of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like an Archie Comics cast. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kurt has to drive Jughead to Jelly Bean. Yes, that's right. Kurtz is driving Jughead to Jelly Bean. And then and Josie's dad admits that he intended to bail. I know, he sucks. Yeah, and then he's like, but I'll take you out of school. On the on Where the was her mom and all this? Like, I'm assuming next episode, mom's going to be like, oh, what? Like, you're, what now? <laughs> no, I think in the next I episode, think... my mom's going to be like, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah, I guess she doesn't care. For and then time. also, they need to get her out of the show. Right. Yeah. For, I think this is Josie's last episode in this in the series. Yeah, this, I think what so. we just saw. Yeah, I think they wrapped her. I think this is what? it for her. Yep. Well, she's going to Katie Keene. Yeah, because she's horrible. on the Katie Keene show ne next. Right, but like yeah. they should give her more of a goodbye. Totally. I mean, come on. I know. I assume the next episode would be like a big goodbye party. A goodbye party for Somehow. Josie, yeah, where maybe like, she makes up with the rest of the Pussycats. Yeah, and they who, like say I think goodbye. never existed. I think we <laughs> dreamed just, them in the so, original. They disappeared so fast. I know. I miss Val. I love Val. And don't get me started on Mal. I know, I know. Who <laughs> we didn't <laughs> even... There's a new Netflix movie that's starring Val because it started like playing the trailer for me and I was like, hey. <laughs> I remember you. She's a really good actor. I thought she was a She was good on the show. Most, <laughs> most of the other people on the show. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Agreed. Val is in a Netflix movie with Noah Centineo. Oh, cool. Netflix's boyfriend. So. Great. Great. <laughs> she was barely in it and he was perfect. He played the perfect boyfriend like he always does. Archie goes to... Ms. Ronson, so the guy's sister, and she should have like a restraining order on him. But she like, this doesn't. Is, this yeah. is the second time he's approached her out of the blue. Totally. But he gives her heaps and heaps of money. With more to come. With says, more to come, which, which is like, great. What are you gonna do to get Where? your money? Like, I yeah, think they're gonna keep he's having gonna benefits at the Bonnie yeah, forever gonna for her. Gonna... He's gonna keep boxing for yeah. her, yeah. Yeah. And but this is also Archie as like do-gooder. Yeah. Which is very comic book trope Archie. And I do think this is the right use of the character on the show. It's true. And KJ is very good at this stuff. He's I not agree. very good at Archie as criminal, but he's very good at like, oh. Yeah, totally. I'm going to help you. It reminds, it reminds me of how I think um, Taylor Kitsch has been completely miscast since Friday Night Lights. Uh-huh. Mm. Like how he like is so good at this like sensitive guy, but like mm -hmm. they just 
trying to make him an action hero and like it's not working out. Like I feel yeah. like that's what's happening with KJ. Yeah, totally. yeah, more of sensitive, sweet Archie. Yes, I please. agree. We need more Tim Rigginses in our lives. Mm-hmm. So Tony and Betty kidnap Juniper. Yes, because it takes a village to kidnap a child. Straight line. Thank you. But Tony flipped. Tony has been turned. That made me so sad. Because, and then she has to explain it and really talk around her character. I know. Yeah. She is really unjustified. <laughs> I've she, always wanted a family. It's like, did you? Because like, you, you have your grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> you have your like, so lovely family. grandmother. You have the serpents. You have the pretty poisons. You have Cheryl. Yeah. No. This is never meant. Well, yeah, she doesn't have Cheryl right now, but yeah. That's true. So yeah, Tony has been turned, and then we had a totally scary scene. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. This, so Alice knows that she's a sister wife, and they're all like, "We're trying to get Betty to its crossroads," and then their "Join us" chant is very one of us. Yeah. Totally. Which I loved. I was like, "Good." Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they Baba all. Gaba, hey. <laughs> They yeah, all say, us, like, yeah. join us, Betty. Like, they say some full sentence in unison all at once. Like, they practice. And also, too, this is an example of this episode. This is a scene where we get to see the scene. Yeah. As opposed to the thing the with the kids before. Happens. It's yeah. not just like, and it happens and it's like, and like, Lily gets to do some acting and it's good. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, this is great. Just like, do this. And it's more. satisfying, yeah. too. Like, she like is running and yeah. all that stuff. I feel like yeah. they used to do this more. I think they used to do this I more. I agree. And they have started doing a lot of the like hallway scenes. Agreed. Like, What's the point of the hallway scene? Totally, yeah. totally. So Betty runs and they all bang on the side of the car and no one thinks to stand in front or behind the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to stop the car from moving. Yeah, they're sort oh, of like no. little, little, little zombies. Like yeah. they're they're like like the hands on the car reminded me a lot of Night of the Living Dead. If you yeah. guys have ever seen that's totally. sort of a trope from that but i agree that they don't yeah it's like they're not zombies but they kind of are i think that's a really good point they're like they're brainwashed yeah they really they're have not good at stopping cars yeah yeah they're not brainwashed enough though to sacrifice themselves right for the they're good just of brainwashed the to like to like a task and then it's like oh no there's an obstacle which like if they had stood behind and in front of the car betty would betty wouldn't run them over like Mm -hmm. That's not who Betty is, so like I think it should have done it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're, you're you're totally right. Uh, and then so Jughead goes to the Valley of Darkness, which is like a junkyard. Mm -hmm. Behind one door is Jelly Bean. Behind one refrigerator is Jelly Bean. Behind the other is Doom. And then they're both empty. Yeah. And, and there's like the consequences, down. and he makes a phone call. <laughs> you're like, what? I know. Wouldn't it have been great if um, there had been a tiger in one of those fridges? <laughs> I want, kind of want to see Jughead fight a tiger. Totally. But there was no tiger. Here's the thing, and then and then Kurtz is like, "You have to go to your ice tomb," and it's like, I get that it's a fridge, but they're not plugged in. Well, apparently it was somehow plugged in because Juggy got cold really fast inside of his ice tomb. <laughs> so there was something going on where it was cooling him down. And this scared me because I don't like things where people are trapped in things like this. This is like a big yeah. trigger for me. Small spaces. Yeah, it completely freaks me out. So yeah, it's very funny that like he conveniently has a lighter. Yeah, well, it's because he's blazing behind the Andrews's garage. I don't yeah. think we decided that last time, but I think that I think Jughead is a stoner. 
Yeah. Along with we, de we declared that Fred was, but yeah, we think Fred is the big stoner oh, yeah. on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it gives the eating motivation. I think it's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Yep. So um, Fred bursts out, and Kurtz has been shot in the head, but we never hear that gunshot. We don't hear the gunshot. The Gargoyle King killed Kurtz. Yeah, and then Jughead just like goes home. <laughs> well, Jughead is much more concerned about Jelly Bean than yeah. the Gargoyle King, which makes sense. This is fine. I'm fine with all this. Yeah, and yeah. Jelly Bean is fine, and Ricky left. And how did that work out? I'm like, he got the call to kill her. So he just didn't? He just left? Like, didn't, isn't that what Kurtz did? He called and was like, Yeah, he told yeah, Ricky, like, really, yeah. And I'm like, Wait, the whole, what? I thought that it was Jughead like, in his little coffin, that maybe they were never intending to kill Jelly Bean. I guess, but like, it's been established that that kid's crazy and like, yeah, and he somebody. would murder her, like, yeah. I just, yeah. he dead. And then you get home and it's like, Jelly Bean's chilling. She had a fun time playing G and G. Like, yeah, he's black. Played him off or anything. Yeah, she just like left. He's Black Hood Jr. Yeah, yeah I'm like, totally. what happened, guys? <sighs> This Ugh. is a real thread yeah, dropped. Yeah, that was messy. Yeah, yeah. real messy. Yeah. Yeah. That actor's good too. I like he's him. great. I think yeah, he's really good. Yeah. So there's an act break, and then this is the actual last scene with Josie. Mm. Right, which made me think, like, why does Archie always say goodbye to his sort of like lackluster love affairs in the music room? It's always like, here we are in the music room, Archie <laughs> and the person he's sort of. Strangely dating. Yep. Bye. Saying a long farewell. <laughs> <laughs> and they never sing. Yeah. Like, you should sing at that moment. Yeah, they should have a little goodbye duet. I know, and they just don't. Yeah, yeah but guys, they're not going to go to prom together. Who's Archie going to go to prom with? I oh, don't know. Oh, God. Maybe he'll Maybe go to Val prom. Maybe will come back. <laughs> Maybe Val. Maybe there will be a really nice older woman for him to go to prom with. Sure. Maybe he could start dating Gladys. Maybe he'll like bring his cousin. Veronica's totally gonna go to prom yeah, with him. Will, yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. but like, she's, I just also think there's like she's sort of past high school. Like, will, do they even go to high school anymore? They're like busy running businesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> like, if she goes to school. Yeah, like, Veronica. how do you go to school and run this business? I'm sorry. I'm I also have seen pictures from the next episode, which is prom. Mm, mm. And it's a Griffin's Cargoyles themed prom. <gasps> Whoa. Inappropriate. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, like, like they would want that after everything that's happened. Yeah, that's oh my God. Yeah. Gladys and Jelly Bean are leaving and then Jughead's like, no, everyone should stay. And, and I'm kind of like, hi Gladys, get out of here for yeah, a while. I'm with you. I um, like her I on the show, her, but, but like, there's, there's, this character. Both her and Jer Josie leaving, I'm like, oh yeah, these are like good characters that you forgot what to do with. They like <laughs> didn't figure out what to do with. And yeah. It's, there's, it's time. Yeah. There's nothing it, for them to do. It's time for them to take a little rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, it probably really explained if she understands what happened. Yeah. yeah. Seems like she just had a fun time playing cards. Yeah, like, and is is confused why her parents have mortal wounds. Yeah, like, would she be like, "Oh my god, how was dad shot?" <laughs> like, mom was stabbed. Like, yeah, yeah. not. And she was like, "I had a great night with my new boyfriend, Ricky." Like, Poor JB. I know. <laughs> She's just got nothing going on upstairs, as far as I can tell. Yes. This would be like a kind of important scene in a steam room. 
Yeah. Oh, I love that scene. What I don't like about this is that now we're back to villain Hiram and I'm just like so tired of him. That's fair. But between villain Hiram and villain Elio, I will take villain Hiram. Yes, that's true. Villain Hiram for the last three episodes. Yeah, Yeah. like better villain. Tired, but better than clearly we've established I don't like Elio. Yeah, than Elio. Yeah. So Um, like everyone wants Archie boxing again, which is like why? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I don't want to be the Riverdale Reaper. I want to be their Red Hope. Is that a phrase? That's not a phrase. It's like the Great White Hope. In or whatever. communism, it's a phrase. Yes. What if he becomes communist? <laughs> I would love that. I don't know. It's never. That's never. It's like Bernie Sanders' that. new. <laughs> what if he becomes a wrestler? The great Red Hope. Yeah, the Great Red Hope. Go. Like, what if he becomes like a wrestler and he's like Zoya from um, Zoya the Destroyer? Destroyer from yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, if boxing was more fun, I would like it more. Yes, it's just punching. Yeah, like, maybe it should be a wrestling subplot yeah. instead of a boxing subplot. Yeah. But like, like, but like because we we had a wrestling subplot, but it was like, oh, oh yeah, but that was dumb. That was dull wrestling. I yeah. want like character driven wrestling. Yeah, I want. Yeah. WWE, I want the Steven Universe subplot where they're all secretly like characters on a WWE sub. I didn't know that that was the Steven Universe it's thing. That's amazing. It's really good. That's I really cool. Watch it. Yeah, Steven Universe. I want to get into it. Yeah. Um, this is when I noticed that we have not seen any Sweet Pea. Um, and then Jelly Bean yeah. decides that she's staying in Riverdale. Great. Maybe she'll get more interesting. Maybe yes. Maybe like give her something to do. And then we had our very strange cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> where they were transferring the prisoners... Uh-huh. And then there was an accident. Right, which is a thing that actually like really happened once and it's a very sad story. Sure. Yeah, of course. Um accidents like that, but then apparently there's no survivors. Right, but you know what? I think Hal survived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when Betty's like, did he escape? I had this moment where I was like, Oh, did she agree to help him escape? Like, is the whole transfer thing, do they have a secret plot, the two of them? Whereby she would get him transferred and then he would fake his own death. But that would be more compelling. How I much think. does she yeah. know? And it is like, is she actually helping? Like, how dark is Betty? That I found interesting. I was like, I don't know that they'll do anything with it. And I think maybe he just. Yeah, anyway, yeah. how. Yeah, anyway. I, I didn't think about that. That is interesting. Because the how dark is Betty question has always been interesting. Like, maybe she's mm-hmm. really dark. Oh, I don't want her to be so dark that she would help her father escape. No, I don't either, but she could be. She could be, yeah. It's an option. And then, it's, it, are we setting ourselves up for a Black Hood, Gargoyle King, like, standoff fight? Whoa. Because that would be really like fun. in the woods? Yeah. Yeah. Like a with friend them, Jason? Yeah, like, with them, like, swiping at each other. Yes. With- the size, the leftover yeah, size. I'm I, in. I'd be into that. I'm in. I'd love it. <laughs> so that's that episode. Um, yep. I thought this was a fun episode. Jess thought this episode was very so so. I thought it was very. I, I oh, thought it was fun. Yeah, you thought it was fun. I felt like there was a lot of action. Yes, there was a lot of action, although there could have been more, as we discussed. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just the scenes thing that bugs me. I'm like, there were good scenes in here that you didn't shoot. So that's my mm-hmm. that's my quote. That's my so quote. so next episode, third last episode of the rankings? season. Do we want to do rankings? Do we want to do that now? Okay, yeah, yeah, rankings. Who's on your power list? So I was, like, not sure what to do. Uh-huh. So I put Kurtz, mm-hmm. and then Hal, and then Hiram, and then Archie. And then, of course, Vegas up top. 
That's fair. I forgot about Kurtz altogether, but that's good to have him on the list, I think. <laughs> I have Edgar, Elio, Archie, Jughead, Betty, Josie. How do you feel about these, Jess, as our I special guest? I feel pretty good about them. I would throw in... Well, no, we had high. I I thought the Hiram turn at the end was a really nice power move. That so is I true. So I would put him. Yeah. I would put him higher on my list, maybe. Yeah, a little bit of Hiram at the end. Yeah. Who's on your crush list? Well, I felt like I had to put Fred. That's fair. Yeah. And then I put Hal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look good this episode. That's fair. And then I was torn between Kurtz and Mad Dog, but was like, I already put Hal, so I should put Mad Dog. Great. Yeah, yeah, we have some lined up. Uh, I have Kurtz as number one. Uh huh. Dreamy, dreamy psychopath. Then I have Jughead at number two. Right. And then I have Josie at number three. Okay. Who I thought was looking lovely in this episode. Yeah. Who did you right. have a big crush on in this episode, Jess? Yeah, Josie for the head wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say, yeah, definitely Fred. So sweet. And then Mad Dog. I just always think Mad Dog looks good. He mm -hmm. always looks good. See, because I Agreed. used to think he had too many muscles, and I think he, like, toned it down a little. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think know he's... what it is. They put him in t-shirts. Like, it's it's a better costume design. He yes. just looks good. Yeah. I think he looks really good. He also really seems good. to be, like, one of the only sane people. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, like, like, the most normal person. Yeah, he's just holding it down. He loves his grandma. I'm like, you seem great. Yeah, with his nickname, <laughs> like, Mad Dog. Like, yeah, with your... <laughs> Just um, yeah. So next episode, which is May first, we have a we got. Wait, no, we don't. No, we don't, year. honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's nearly May. It's May. It's gonna be May. May day. What a nice May day episode. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a May day episode. Maybe it'll be May day themed. Um, it probably won't. Although they are very pagan this season. That's true. <laughs> we'll Isn't there a May? Don't you do Maypole decorating? Yeah, you do, you do Maypole dancing. Oh, I want to see them all do that. Totally do. The yeah. farm might do a Maypole dancing. Yeah, the farm might fucking do it. Yeah, totally. So yeah. it's called Prom Night. Which is which an old school horror flick. Also yeah. a mm. remake starring a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of just like... Teen stars starred Britney Snow. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, had Idris Elba. What? Yeah. How'd they get Idris Elba? Oh. <laughs> Scott Porter from Friday Night Lights, because we were talking about Tim Riggins before. Kellen Lutz from Twilight. And then just like no one. <laughs> Sorry to everyone else in this movie. You don't matter. Well, I think Prom Night is a slasher flick. So yeah. I have a feeling we're going to see some Black Hood action in this episode. Yeah, it's a slash so. In the sneak peek, it was like Betty with a gun. Yeah. Like, who are you? I want her phone to go off and I want it to be the lollipop song. Yeah, what happened? That was so great. And they only used it once. And then every other time the Black Hood called, it was just like a regular... <laughs> No, they did it a couple times. No, I think they did it a few times. Yeah, I they think did? they actually stayed pretty consistent with that. I yeah, it was consistent. I, but I feel like the first, they introduced it sort of late, though. He had called a bunch of times already. Yeah. By the time. He called and she set the ringtone so she would, like, know who it was. Oh, that's better. You're, mm -hmm. And then, like, she said it's a lollipop because she's crazy. Because she's insane. <laughs> because there was eventually a point where, like, we, the Black Hood had stopped calling and then, like, that like the stinger in an episode, like the last shot was like the lollipop. The lollipop. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'm excited. 
Yeah. I'm excited to wrap up this season. Give me a prom. Give me a prom. Yeah. As long as they, if they dance to True by Spandu Ballet, I'll be happy. Oh Oh my God. That's like the number one prom song of all time, in my opinion. Or or Come Sail Away. That's awesome. Yes, from Freaks and Geeks. I find that to be a very good dance, school dance song. I agree. Has some transitions. The one that we always had in high school was November Rain by Guns N' Roses, which I always found very annoying, but it is a good prom dance song. What was popular in my town? I don't think this was common. What? Underneath Your Clothes by Shakira. Oh, oh, that's so sexy. It's sexy. That was like your regular prayer. So oh, living on a prayer. Really had living on a prayer. Well, aren't you a Jersey girl? Yeah, that's why. That feels Jersey-ish yeah, yeah. to me, yeah. Bon Jovi oh, like, as your, like, slow dance? No, no. Yeah, as, like, a, a slow as... dance one. Like, oh, we... the slow dance. Yeah, November yeah. Rain was our slow dance. We sometimes had sixpence down the richer for our slow dance. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a throwback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jess, this has been a treat. Guys, thanks so much for having me. We have loved that you've been on this show. It's great. It's also just so nice to feel like I have some community. <laughs> it's like been me on the internet being like, who else can? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. We have like a pretty defunct Facebook group for comedians that watch Riverdale. Great. But we'll yeah. add you to it. Great. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Kate, what a pleasure. As always. A big monster episode for our fans. Yeah. How long have we gone? This oh, is like, I think this is like an like hour, 20 hours. Minute, hour, 20 minute episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Louie Perlman. I'm Kate Batter. And pals and gals, we'll see you soon on another episode we, of. We want, to thank we want to thank Jess and we want to thank Angeline and we want to thank the other Louie. I'm sorry. Yes. We want to thank Angeline Mercado, our wonderful editor. Uh, and we want to thank Louie Aronowitz, our theme songwriter. Yes. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. XOXO Riverdale.